podcast. My name is Jess and I'm back with the episode that I promised you I was gonna do and it's the episode where I'm going to be talking about the difference between women's bodies and men's bodies and basically why we do work differently. So first of all, I know there is a lot of people that say that this is not true, that, um, you know, we women, we can work out the same way as men, we can do everything that men can do. And yes, of course, I mean, I'm, I believe I'm a feminist. I do believe in equality, you know, with women and men and all of that stuff. But I also have to say that there is a couple of things that have been overlooked in many different studies, uh, especially when it comes to fitness studies. Women did not play a big part when it comes to uh, certain studies that have been done. So that's why um, there is a couple of information that wasn't really, um, you know, wasn't really considered basically in a lot of different um areas of life when it comes to uh, fitness and nutrition especially and also overall health um you basically ask yourself okay what the hell is she talking about but i just want to uh if you're a woman and you're listening to this i want you to be very honest with yourself are there any times in the month where you feel like you can conquer it all like you can do anything that you want um you feel like you're full of energy and you know everything is great and then there are some days where this is the complete opposite you just want to crawl under your blanket sleep and avoid any contact with any person and you notice that this is a pattern that you know happens more and more often um if you are basically telling yourself right now yes i know exactly how this feels um there's a reason for it So I also just recently learned um, about two different um, definitions or words that can describe what I'm talking about here right now. So I read a book by Alisa Viri um, and she has introduced um, the 24-hour clock and the 28-day clock. Um, And she basically says there is a circadian rhythm and an infradian rhythm. So the circadian rhythm basically follows the 24-hour clock, which means we wake up in the morning, we go through our daily duties, we go to bed, um, and then we wake up in the morning again, and, you know, our body is adjusted to that. So during during the night when we sleep and we rest, this is when, you know, um, our organs um, have the time to really do what they have to do to detox themselves and all of that kind of stuff, right? So we do need to sleep in order to be healthy. Um, And this is the clock that all of our, like all of us follow basically. Um, But then there is the 28-day clock, which is called the infradian rhythm, as I already mentioned. And this is the rhythm that women naturally follow. And maybe you ask yourself, why 28 days? Well, The average menstrual cycle that a woman goes through month by month is around 28 days. So it can vary between 26 days to 32 days, depending on the woman. It can be a little longer as well if it's already over that. If it's too long, like much longer than that, it's probably not not healthy already. So you should get yourself checked up. Um, But if it's, you know, around that time, then you should be all right. So, um... Why this is important is because 
I just mentioned that there's some times of the month where we women feel like we can take over the world and some other times when this is not the case. And sometimes we are very exhausted, we are very tired, but we have to get through whatever we have on the plane, right? We have to do whatever we have to do. Um, And basically, we've been also raised in a society where we have to give it all day in and day out. This is what it is. We went to school in the morning. We always had to give it all. Um, You know, we have the same structure every day. We have thousands of deadlines, projects, household stuff. Maybe you have a family, you have kids, we have relationships, we have to work out. We have really to give it all at all times. Um, And what happens is if we fight against our natural biology, we, we tend to feel exhausted more and more and more. And what happens is that we are basically burning ourselves out. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, so many of us come home exhausted and we don't want to do anything anymore. And I've been there as well. And I always ask myself, why is this the case? Um, And, you know, again, there is a reason for it, because we fight a lot of times against our nature and against what should come at ease, actually, but we don't. Um, So, of course, we know that hormones play, play a big part in basically everything. Men have hormones, females have hormones. But the way hormones work in our body is different than the hormones that work in men, because of course they also have different hormones that are more dominant than others. So now for example, let's let's look at a man. How does a man um, live their life or live his life? They follow a 24-hour clock with ease. So after a good night's sleep, when a, when a man had a good night's sleep, they wake up and they're full of testosterone. So they are, the the testosterone is basically their leading hormone. So literally they wake up, they're full of testosterone and they feel like they can take over the world. That's why for men, it's amazing to have a morning workout, to really push themselves in the morning. And that's also how the the corporate culture works. If you look at it, uh, a lot of meetings um, are scheduled in the morning as well, because that's what works for them. They have the most energy to give it all in the morning. Um... And that what happens is that slowly that, you know, builds, builds down or, or um, gets less during the day. So that's why there is the happy hour at around four o'clock or something where men are kind of already done. And in the evenings, all they want to do is relax. Um, and this happens day in, day out. You also notice that if a man doesn't have a good night's sleep, they're not so full of energy, which is basically the same for everyone. But if they have a good night's sleep, the day should be all right for them. And they can go day in, day out like this without feeling the exhaustion um, that women might feel. Now, again, I cannot put everyone in the same shoes because, of course, there are a lot more factors that are that have to be accounted into that. But this is just generally speaking. Whereas women, we cannot do this day in, day out like this, but we do. We have to, that's what we are raised to do. But if you look at the menstrual cycle and something that I've talked before about as well is that our hormones fluctuate a lot during the month. Um, And this means that our energy levels also fluctuate. Um, And because we, you know, we neglect this clock most of the time because we have our daily duties that we have to do. We have to get up in the morning, we have to get our workout in, we have to go to work, we have deadlines, we have projects, we have all of this stuff. 
it can take a dramatic toll on our bodies. Um, that's why most of us feel a lot of exhaustion, especially when they reach a later age. Um, and the results of it are not only what I said, chronic fatigue, but heavy periods as well, PCOS, fibro fibroids, sorry, period pain, thyroid problems, um, anxiety, depression, and so on. So many things are linked to exactly this. So I just want to give you an example of how uh, hormones work in a woman's bodies and what and how they affect us. And we really shouldn't overlook this factor because unfortunately, most of us still do, but it's so important to just really understand what's going on. Um, and this is, again, I don't want to say that this is a wrong thing or this is that we are basically, you know, messed up or it sucks that we live that way. I completely disagree with that because it's amazing that we live that way because knowing these things can help us amplify our strengths even more and knowing at which time we can do what. So let's look at um, estrogen, for example. So when we look at estrogen, during menstruation, so when, when a woman is bleeding, her estrogen is pretty low and it remains pretty low until ovulation where it peaks and then it drops slowly again and it raises again a bit during uh, the second phase of the cycle, which is called the luteal phase. Now, estrogen, as we all know, plays a significant role in our body for many different reasons. But one of the things that it also affects is, for example, our mood. Now, it has a very strong effect on um, a brain chemical called serotonin. And I'm sure most of you know what serotonin is. It's a mood balancing chemical and an estrogen that it promotes, and sorry, an estrogen promotes its production. So that means that when estrogen levels are low, our serotonin levels will decrease as well, which means our mood might be a little, you know, messy. <laughs> and now let's think about it. When we are menstruating or when we are about to, to become our period, to get our period, sorry, usually our mood is a little tricky and we might be you know very sensitive to certain things and we might not be that happy and we might be depressed and we might be anxious because of that now another hormone uh, which is as important as estrogen is progesterone uh, with progesterone it also remains pretty low until ovulation and then it increases significantly in the luteal phase uh, so in the second phase after ovulation in our cycle it also interacts with the chemicals uh, in our brain that control our mood and also our general sense of well-being. It can cause anxiety, but it can also calm us down, which means that have you ever noticed that you feel in low energy and a little bit moody before you get your period? That is why. Um, and I know, you know, I know those things sound crazy because sometimes we blame ourselves for feeling a specific way, for having mood swings, for, you know, our partner telling us that we should get our shit together and we're PMSing or whatever, but it's a real thing. And I mean, I don't want you to be, you know, stressing out about these things because knowing that these things are real and they're happening uh, can really, you know, benefit us in many different ways. So there's a couple of things that I would suggest you do in order to um, understand your body even better and to really understand what's going on and 
Um, this is also something that I would suggest every woman to do. First of all, of course, understand your cycle. Understand where you're currently at in your cycle. Understand the length, the duration of your period. Um, just really get a picture of, okay, when do I menstruate? When do I ovulate? When am I in a luteal phase? When am I in a follicular phase? All of those kind of things, right? The next thing that I want you to do is check your symptoms. So any symptoms that you realize like, hey, mood swings, low energy, uh, period cramps, um, tender breasts, for example, anything that you realize is affecting you in any kind of way. But I also want you to check the, the good symptoms. So not only focus on the bad symptoms, but also focus on the good symptoms. So when do you feel most energized? Write it down and, and look at the phase that you're currently in and ask yourself, okay, maybe that's because at the moment these hormones are affecting me this way, you know? Um, and when do you feel like you can take over the world? So really make sure to, you know, write everything down. Um, the fourth thing, and I think the most and the most, most important thing, um, aside from diet, is to really give yourself time to listen to your body. And I know you're probably going to be like, Jess, I don't have time for this. Like, I'm a busy mom. I'm a busy businesswoman. I'm a busy entrepreneur. I have things to do. I don't have time to listen to my body. But I'm going to tell you one thing. And this is something that we should all really take care of. Is that the more we neglect those signs that our body is trying to tell, you, tell us, the more we will feel the effects afterwards. And I tell this to every single woman that I talk to. When, when I have a call with a client or I have a prospect call, whatever it is, most of them tell me they're so busy, they are tired all of the time, they neglect their health. You know, if you already are at this stage, you really have to make sure you take care of yourself and listen to your body because it will not get better. And the more you push yourself, there will come a time where you'll not be able to do anything anymore. Or, you know, you will fall into any other illness. So, again, I always say this. Everything is interconnected. From the way you feel, to the way you eat, to the way you sleep. Everything is going to have an effect on you. If not now, if you're currently young and you're 22 and you don't care. If you continue living a bad lifestyle in around 20 not sorry, in around 10, 10 years, probably you will feel the effects if you continue living that way. And this is something that most of us have to realize. So if you say during the week, I don't have time to listen to my body, I assure you there will be one hour at least in a week where you have some time to do that. Um, and I really encourage each woman out there to do this and really understand what's going on um, because we can only live live a certain way for a short amount of time until it just comes to the surface at some point. And lastly, of course, as I mentioned before, diet. A healthy and good and balanced diet is very important and everything is connected. So the moment you know which phase you're in, you will also know uh, what foods to focus on, which foods are going to make you feel good. Um, and also, you know, and I, I've, I'm pretty sure most women are guilty of that. When you have certain cravings, 
let's say sugary cravings or salty or fatty cravings before you get your period and you're currently PMSing, it's very easy to just say F it and I'm going to eat it. But the more we will allow ourselves to eat foods that we know are not going to make us feel good, the, the worse it will get as well. So I'm not saying, you know, only eat vegetables all day. But I'm saying to try to balance it out. Don't go with three days only eating processed foods that you know will make you feel bad because the symptoms will get worse eventually. So what I'm trying to say is really balance it out. Listen to what your body is trying to tell you. What are you craving? And ask yourself, why are you craving this? Again, this is a very long topic that I could discuss for hours. And yes, certain cravings do mean that there is a certain thing that your body is currently needing. Uh, so our bodies are very smart, are very smart. And once we allow ourselves to listen to what's going on, those things will make more and more sense. Um, that's also, for example, what I focus on in my program with my with my girls and my women from from all around the world is that they listen to their bodies and really understand okay why am i craving a certain thing is there something missing in my body that will help me eventually um you know curb that craving with something else maybe i just need something else in my diet right now that will help me get through the craving but i hope this gave you a little bit of an idea as to why we women work differently, why men and women are differently. Um, and that's why um, sometimes we feel guilty that we cannot keep up with the world. It seems like we are so hard on ourselves. I know so many women that are so hard on themselves and they want to do everything perfectly and they, they push themselves, which I think is is amazing to see how ambitious they are. But Sometimes slowing down a little bit can help us restore our energy, can help us to, uh, you know, get back on track easier. Because if we continuously push, 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 there will be no time for us to really take the time to take care of ourselves as well. And again, um, I'm saying this because I've been there as well and I sometimes have to stop myself as well because especially if you you know you want to achieve something you're just like push 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 at all times but there will be a time where your body was, will tell you hey slow down and uh, in some kind of way it will tell you through pain it will th tell you through exhaustion it will it can tell you through um gut issues through bloating through everything your body is very smart um and it will tell you through many different ways that you have to slow down and change something um yeah but if you guys have any questions concerning that feel free to reach out to me at any time uh on instagram is probably the best way to do so so you can always reach out to me i'll help you figure out what's going on and help you you know get yourself to the healthiest uh level you can because it's a it's a very important thing that you know we all women should do um but that's basically it for this one. Again, I really hope this, this got you a little insight as to why, why we are so special as women, I would say. Uh, we are all special. Men are special as well, of course. Um, but this one was very woman-focused, so that's why I really wanted to, to share all of this with you. Again, 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate each one of you um, that always tunes in and listens to my podcast. It means a lot to me. Um, yeah. And on that note, again, thank you so much. Have an awesome day. And I'm going to be talking to you very, very soon.